Thank you for tuning in to the Dr. Leslie Inspires podcast, where we empower, educate, and inspire mothers and sons to recognize, understand, and free themselves from difficult mother-son relationships. More on this podcast content can be found in Dr. Leslie's book entitled The Selfish Mother's Survival Guide. And you can get your copy today on Amazon. If you need to renew your mind, then you are in the right place. And now your host and mindset coach, Dr. Leslie. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on our podcast. I have a guest today, uh, Mr. Christian Thomas, who is no stranger to Dr. Leslie Inspires. So I have quite a few questions for him. So we're going to start off in prayer and then we're going to get started. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God, for this opportunity to come before you one more time. We thank you, oh God, for this opportunity to speak to Christian. We have spoken to him before. So we pray, Lord, that we would clear the airwaves of any satanic or demonic forces that may try to come to hinder the message that you have that will help another mother or son. And we just thank you, oh God, and we will be so careful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Amen. All right. So Christian, we have interviewed you before and actually have that interview in a course that I offer is called Sons Speak Loudly in Quiet Desperation. Mm, So in that course, there are eight men and you're one of them that I interviewed from ages 16 through 54. Okay. And in that, throughout the interviews, I started to see some commonalities in some of the men that we interview, including you. Part of the commonality is a lot of the men who were taking things out on their mother were really upset with their father. But because their mother was there, she was the one who was raising them. Then she was the one who caught it, so to speak. So I know it's been a minute. It's been three years because it says Christian age 22. I want to share my screen first because I know you probably forgot all about it. Let me see. And I'm going to say a part that I want to play a part that I want to kind of focus in on real quick okay going on and you can lose it all and it's not you know things can change so it was just me being confused not understanding and just acting impulsive mm-hmm. so um, did, but, did the impulsive when did you start seeing that you had impulsive behavior because i see that behavior a lot in young men but there it, it usually takes defining moments to yeah. let them know that they are impulsive. It's not just everybody else. It's your decision-making that's putting you into these decisions or into these situations. Right. So what was your, what was your, the moment or the defining moment that said, I'm impulsive, I need to calm down. I know you had a, a situation with the law. But well, let me ask you that. The situation with the law, how did that change you? How did it change me? Or did it change you? Yeah, it definitely changed me. It definitely changed me. I'll say it focused me up a lot. 
you know, because when I was, you know, when I got into a situation, I had to just, I didn't have two, I didn't have a contact, people didn't have a phone, actually. Um, my mom took my iPad or whatever. So I was just kind of by myself, and I had to just reach out to what I had close, spend more time with the family and stuff around that time. And uh, what was the question? I'm sorry, you said it was actually the impulsive? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that, when did the, the impulsiveness... I mean, when I noticed it was was around that time when like I just got that news flash. Um, oh, and you also asked what the change was. Um, I'll say it focused me a lot and it humbled me definitely. It just it focused me and it humbled me. I had to reach out to family and just you know God really. So yeah. It, would you this, say that was Would you say that was one of your lowest moments of your twenty two year old life? Low moments. I wouldn't call it a low moment because it actually, like, thank the Lord, my situation went, like, it was such a defining moment for my life. Like, it helped me focus on what I would dream to do now and what I know I can do. So I can't even call it a low moment because it wasn't, it wasn't what I thought it was. Like, it was, it was completely different. It was completely different. Like, the hands of God was only type time where everything was just working in my favor. And then, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that was the lowest moment, though. I think the lowest moment was the decision I made to, you know, when I was living in my car and left home and stuff. That was the lowest moment. Mm-hmm. That's called self-sabotaging behavior, actually. Because if, if she didn't put you out, it was a decision, you know, the young man yesterday kind of spoke about some of that type of behavior. It is anger. What role does anger play in all of this? So I'm going to stop it. Because that was such a good interview. That was one of my favorite interviews, Christian, today. Uh-huh. One of my you. favorite interviews. That's why I put it in the course. I love that. So when you hear that, what do you think? That was like three years ago. I think I, I know, you know, a little bit more about myself now. And just like looking back and hearing those questions, you know, how did how did that time change me? Being able to just see now that it was more than just, you know, I mean, and it did humble me and, you know, the things that I mentioned, but it, it really just helped me kind of change my perspective. And that was something that in my pre-interview yesterday um, that I kind of spoke about just the, the the change of perspective and how important that's become to me in my life and just in, in the human life, understanding and seeing things from a certain a certain viewpoint, you know, that situation really helped me to begin to look at life a little different, look at freedom a little different look at you know so so many different things like my my craft um my craft just and even thinking about it right now because i was talking to my mom about it recently um just giving her some details about the situation that she had never knew and you know because i i did you know have a cellmate for however long i was in there and could have had a completely different person like i actually got sent to a cell with this one guy who I just was like, yo, I'm not. So when the guard turned his back, I went with the bull who I was talking to. We ended up locking, locking into the cell and he ended up being um, a musician of sorts. So through that whole time where I would have probably been in distress or just in fear or anger, I had somebody who was like, yo, you're not, I can like, you're gifted, you're talented. You're not supposed to be in here. Like, let, like write, write a song, like you're do some push wow. right? So now I'm in there and I'm kind of just finding myself and my perspective there was even changed. So now looking back, this definitely, uh, I would say knowing more 
it's a little cringy just seeing myself as a kid. I don't know. But yeah, definitely. I, I would a definitely mess. Say. Would you just say a mess? <laughs> no, but you know what? You said something. I just want to remind you, our footsteps are ordered by God. You mentioned God a lot in your previous interview, and you still, in the midst of your storm, you saw God still guiding you, still being with you, still helping you to make decisions. And sometimes we think that when we are in tough situations or something that just seems so bad and we just shouldn't be here. God is still there in the midst of it. He even put you in a cell with somebody who helped to inspire you, to help encourage you. And you may not have met that person outside, you know, had, you know, you just been on the street. So it doesn't mean that God put you there, but while you're there, he said, let me talk to you for a minute. Now that I have your attention, maybe you can hear me now, but yes. he didn't put you there. He just, okay. At some point when we make different decisions, the Lord says, okay, I've been trying to help you. I've been trying to give you some wisdom. I've been speaking to you with the Holy spirit, but you're not listening. So I'm going to let you have what you want. Uh -huh. And then at some point we end up saying, God, yeah. <laughs> every, every, every time, every, every time. time, amen. And that's, that's, and that's really good. I actually, I've been um, just meditating over this Sarah Jake's message called glory triggers. Yeah. And she, and she, and she talks about that. Yeah. She, she, she just, she goes into it and talks about pretty much just how he, how he uses us, how we feel like God places us in these positions when really like, you know, it's, it's, we he allowed what we had in motion to come into fruition and we just found out that it wasn't the best and god just you know he reminds us when we get to places in our life and this is what i learned in the in the sermon you know he reminds us when we get to places in our life like you didn't have to go through those things right <laughs> you know like i i which you good. found out that you had in you i i gave you before you knew who, you know, before you were a being, when you were in the womb, like I said that I did these things for you already. I just use everything for your good. So yes, yes, he'll, he'll be with you and he'll let you run your course, but because he, he knows where you're going back up at. Right. The children of Egypt, they took, it was a, an 11 day course that mm. took them, what they say, 40 years. Right. Yep. It didn't have to take them 40 years. God okay. could have moved some trees, could have. Yeah, uh, he was trying to move some stuff, but they just kept murmuring and complaining. Right, right. Wow. So tell us about your music. So you you ended up after that situation, you ended up pursuing music? Yes, yes. So around 2016, I began writing music and recording music. Like I began writing, taking writing seriously and recording professionally at professional studios. I mean, and it's 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 going well. It's not at the height that it could be because I'm just I was more focused on just my gift and the talent, and it's not what it used to be. Like you have to be gifted, you have to be talented, you have to have the look, you got to be able to market yourself. And without a team, you know that that comes with a lot. But I recently just started being active with promoting myself and really putting myself out there again. And the responses I get are just they they really just remind me that you know this is something that was given to me by God. It's bigger than me. And, you know, I am a product of 
this generation. So I, I have not that my music is like crazy or anything, but you know, I'm. I was gonna ask you that. Tell me about your music. I mean, I, I make I make all types of music, and I listen to all types of music. So it's just a product of what I consume. But I'm currently in the stages of because I'm an R and B hip hop and R and B artist, or R and B and soul more so, and. I love the sound of, you know, I love gospel music. I just don't always want to hear it per se, because mm -hmm. it's just kind of, it's kind of the same or it's just, and I've recently been finding new younger artists of this generation who make gospel or Christian music. And it sounds like the R&B or the rap or whatever, but with the right message. So I'm gradually putting myself in that lane. And like I said, my um my my music isn't crazy. Like every song pretty much has some type of like reference about just being positive or, you know, seeking God, praying, meditating, whatever. Yeah. Um, but just being more intentional with, you know, spreading the message. Yes. Is kind of where I'm at with my music. I, yeah. Okay. So let me say so over the years, I have found that that message ultimately is the most important thing. So, you know, just, you know, at, at a certain point, God starts showing you, he gives you, you know, what, what we, don't, we don't always feel like it's what we can handle. And sometimes we don't feel like we can handle this. Lord, this is just a little too much right here. Yeah. <laughs> but we somehow make it through. And so this, I think the last couple of years, I have seen so many different things that have really brought me back to the place that says Jesus is the reason. So I'm going to take this platform, for example, which is your music. But I work with kids on a private school, working with kids, all kinds of kids, particularly a lot of young men, which is how I ended up with this platform, seeing the different situations and, and decisions, mm -hmm. not so good decisions <laughs> that a lot of young men make. I'm like, boy, what in the world? So I, as I started to say, you know, wanting to help more and seeing the situations that mothers was in, that became my platform. I started to develop a message for it. Well, I started saying, hmm, I won't, even though I'm a Christian, I won't put God in it too much, but we'll weed right. in there a little bit so that we can attract people that way. And at least once they find out, once they get in, then they'll figure out this is about God. But what I have figured out, Christian, and this could be for you is, you got to make the main thing the main thing <laughs> because it is the world is not what it used to be. Right. And so God is really looking for those bold Christians. Maybe that's why your name is Christian. All right. Yeah. Like, and I've been. <laughs> he's looking for those bold Christians, even at your age, because age is not the age that we see. Age is that level of maturity in the spirit of how mm. much you can handle and what you're going to take on to be bold for him. Mm. So since you're trying to create that message, instead of figuring it out at the end, you can take that message already and just be bold with it. And God will put that anointing on you 
just because you are bold and you're so young. And instead of trying to hide it and weave it in there, like I was talking about, I was doing because my messages have changed. It changed this year more for everything we say, everything that we talk about in this platform. It's got something to do. It's always going to bring its way back talking about God, just like we're doing right now. Yeah. It doesn't matter if if I'm talking to an atheist and he's saying all this stuff, we still going to bring it back home to God because right. at the end of the day, that's what this thing is all about. And how did I get that message? I got it in my mother's death. As I walked with my mother a couple of years and I walked very closely with her and actually was there when she died, I was like, snap. It was almost as if at that moment, the Lord said to me, it's going to happen to every single one of you. She couldn't escape it. Right. You know what I mean? No, and it, it, it hit me. Nobody is going to escape it. And so what are you going to do in the meantime up to right. that point to show God that you are on his side, not just a little bit, but you are on his side for real? Yeah. So I just want to encourage you in your music, just make it like for real about him. Because if it's all about him at the end, it's no sense in even dabbling with it because you're either dabbling with his stuff or you're dabbling with somebody else's stuff. Oh, okay. Yes. And I do. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. And that was because my brother and my dad, he's one of the people who really, as much as he wasn't in my life, the, every time I did see him, it was very, it would be, it would be something having to do with music. He would give me Miles Davis CDs or the Winans and, and I'm watching the Wiz. So I'm seeing Mike Jack sing the He's yes, On Down. And yes, so I'm yes. just, you know, I, I got to a point when my family started to support me and my brother and my dad were two very big, you know, and still vocal about it. Just like giving your gift to God. Um, so I had made this song. It's not out yet, but it's probably one of my favorite songs to date that kind of just touches on the, the everyday struggles, you know, of, of a of a young adult dealing with, you know, whether it be smoking, drinking, whatever your vices are and the regrets behind doing them, because I'm trying to be on a path to God. That's right. what the song is about. And I'm and I've basically been trying to because I hear what you say when you say, like, give it all to God. And I don't I feel like sometimes people feel like it's not giving it all to God because it mentions some of the other things that. God obviously doesn't promote or, or or the religion doesn't promote. And I'm trying to find that medium because a lot of the music I hear, they don't talk about, they just, they don't talk about drugs. They don't talk about alcohol. I don't hear sex talked about in church, stuff like that. And obviously it doesn't have to be in these, in exquisite detail, but like, these are issues that people, like people face and not even just with choosing a sexual partner, but being exposed to stuff that you don't know how to, you know, you weren't ready to experience or you were too young to even be experiencing wow. and the same thing with drugs and stuff. So I'm trying to find a way to help people understand that I am and can and will give this gift all to Christ, but that doesn't mean that these things aren't to be spoken about. No, you are absolutely correct. And that could be, you know, the the difference between you and another rapper. But just seeking the Holy Spirit and asking him because the Holy Spirit lead me, got me. How do I do this? Like right now, yeah. like yeah. right now, help me because I don't know. So part yeah. of that humility is I don't know. 
but right. I know that I'm supposed to do this. Even, even what I'm talking about in my platform, it's the same thing, but it's your music, right. but it's a different platform. How do I say this? Is this going to be too much? And then I, I know exactly what you're saying because there's a point where I wanna be more real. These parents, these ladies, these women, these mothers are really struggling to raise mm -hmm. these boys. Yeah. And you you can try to sugarcoat it. I mean, I went through that too, same type of thing. But what I have found is the attraction is when women, when people hear the real thing that is plaguing them, mm. because God is still in it too. Right. You know what I mean? And the whole message in talking about the sex in talking about the smoking and all of those things is how are they going to get help to get out of it? So right. we can talk about it from a negative standpoint. We can talk about it from it being what it is, but how do I get out of it? That's that's what everybody wants to know. And that could be the difference in your music, you know, to the young people and not just young people, because, you know, no matter what age, if, it's, if the message is resonating, it's going to yeah resonate with young and old that's right hey man that, that does sound like a gift your mom did tell me that you know you had a gift and i remember her saying well i don't always support his lyrics but <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, he he is definitely gifted so and i'm and, I'm def and that's and that's just another and that's something smaller but because that's something that i was always intentional with in high school having a very well-groomed vocabulary like I like to just use words people just never heard before that was my thing in high school but like I've noticed that I've derailed from that and then in turn like I used you know uh less favorable lyrics in my music and I don't it's not that I have an issue with it I just don't like how it sounds anymore as an adult like I don't need I just don't like cursing there's so many other words like to use especially in music so like I've been just doing, I downloaded this little games called Elevate on my phone and every day I'll go on there and I'm learning how to say more, be more descriptive with less words and just wow. stuff for that nation because that, that little stuff plays a big part in, or I'll say it played a big part in my growing up, actually fitting in and feeling like, like curse words were just, I didn't, I just cursed because I knew that not a lot of other kids did it and they thought it was like a cool thing. And, you know, and I made, and there are people to this day that I'm still friends with that will tell you, like, I was the first person who used a bad word around them or did like, wow. it was like you know, now I want to be that guy who's like, every time I'm around, like, what does that word mean? Every time I'm around you, you're saying, <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, this is, but yeah, no, that's, but that's one of the things I want to be intentional with too, because, you know, kids will, they'll hear those curse words and they don't even know what it means or, or, or any term. And it doesn't have to be a curse word. It could just be anything inappropriate or not, you know, pleasing to a child's ear. And now they're running with it, creating their own definitions and giving it to other kids. And now, you know, it's just, yeah. we have, we have influence. I'm trying to really be mindful of my, yes. as you just said that I'm thinking, why don't you go to some schools? Why don't you connect with some private schools even? Because I know at, my school, just based off of your conversation, that's a class. That's a, little, a nice little eight-week course going in to talk to kids about their language, about vocabulary. And now you've got an English lesson in there because why are you doing that? Some of them are doing it because that's what they hear at home. That's what their mother, right. that's what their father is saying to them. So to them, that's what even babies, you'll hear a baby 
you know, uh, uh, you know, they're saying that word just in the yeah. same context that they heard their mother or father say it. They don't know what it means, but that becomes their vocabulary as they grow and mature into uh, teenagers and even into adulthood. But I mean, if I were you, I would take that one message right there and, and give it, tithe it to a school and just say, hey, I, I just want to come and talk to the kids about vocabulary, <laughs> about their vocabulary. And I guarantee you, they would love to have you. I'm writing that down right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. They would love to have you because they can learn more from you than they yeah. will you know, sitting in school and school is not, you know, the, the way that we're teaching nowadays, we have to encompass. Well, so many kids are coming out with so many different types of learning disabilities and yeah. things that are hindering their growth, mental health issues. So, right. but to listen to you and understand that it's not just because your kid messed up, you know, when they were younger, it doesn't mean that you have to throw your son away, baby in the bathwater. You know, we just have to continue to pursue and continue to believe that God is with him and there is hope. And that was, that was actually something that we briefly spoke about in my conversation yesterday, just about like understanding how to adhere to your child, because, you know, the teacher determines the, the, my mom is working all day. Whatever the teacher tells her happens in school is what happened. Whether I tell the truth or not, like you were being insubordinate. You weren't listening X, Y, D, X, Y, and Z. And it's like, at that point, and my mom has seen it. I got frantic in high school because they said, I said something, the person they brought in to, to, said that I said this, said that he didn't hear me say it. And then they still said, well, we think that this should happen. Well, I got frantic because I'm like, well, you guys are now lying to mom. Like you brought this guy in. There's obviously somebody's not telling the truth. I didn't say this. He said I didn't say it. So, and it, well, he needs a psychiatric evaluation. No, he doesn't need a psychiatric evaluation. He needs to be put in a place where he doesn't feel like he's being attacked or that yeah. there are people, because that's how I get with my back's against the wall like that. Now I'm not trying to be the smartest guy in the room and outsmart you and make you feel dumb. No, I'm trying to let you know, like, this isn't going to happen. You're playing with me in front of my mom and I'm reacting this way. Okay, mm -hmm. he needs help with this. He needs to learn how to better express his emotions. And I feel like the specifics the specific pinpoint issues within each student. We need to do a better job at hearing to these things because I feel like we try to like, like diagnosing groups and like, no, what I don't know what that kid is going through at home, but I don't got my dad. My mom is never home. And this, this, and this is happening on top of everything that I got going on in school. We need to, I need to sit down with the counselor and the counselor needs to be able to actually tell me like, okay, yeah, I think we should just do some and it could be small stuff, breathing exercises. If I was doing breathing exercises yeah. in high school, I would have never reacted like that ever because it's just, you're just calmer. Your mind isn't all over the place. And a lot of times you're reacting to what's going on in your head. I wasn't, it wasn't them that was the problem. I felt like I was being attacked or that they were trying to embarrass me in front of my mom. Like it wasn't yeah. even what, you know, but I feel like, you know, that's definitely one of those things that, and, and we spoke about this yesterday, that it just has to happen in the home and, and in the schools, because a lot of parents 
just go with whatever the, the teacher said. He got 88. We got to go to CVS and pick the pick up the and now I'm on medication. But it's like I just needed to meditate. I just needed to walk wow. around the block, you know, some. And, and I'm not saying it like it's easy, but it's very like brain development is it's simple when it's consistent. Do these things mm-hmm. and your brain will pick up on it. Your body will pick up on it. Eat this way. Your brain will start to, you know what I'm saying? So stuff like that. That's good, Christian. Oh, you just spoke to a lot of people. That is good. Thank See, you, thank okay, you. so you you really need to go to that school, okay? Go to the <laughs> schools and really start talking to people because that's true. We want to put kids, particularly boys, particularly black males, on medication. And there are some other things that can be done. Now, some people it it does, there's a need. But yeah. others, you know, there is a place where you can do these breathing exercises. You can go outside and take a walk. But the people, the environment that you are in has to be conducive to those types right. of interventions. Right. And if they're not, you know, you can become the enemy immediately and it can change your life as yeah. a man. It can change your whole adult life into believing who you are and that's truly who you are not right i agree i agree so do you have a youtube station uh yeah i'm on youtube i haven't so i'm i'm about to start posting like up on youtube um i haven't had as many videos so i i I haven't posted like my audio or anything like of my music that's all i would have used it for to this point Mm -hmm. but i do i do have like a youtube it's not really too much in motion but there's some stuff up there or a video up there (laughs) yeah or instagram i've been seeing a lot of people who i have like never seen but you know i might flip to it and try to find something or listen to something and like i keep seeing this person or these people over and over and over again and then i find myself like knowing who this person is just by seeing them on Instagram. So something else that without costing a whole lot of money for that marketing, because that marketing piece is huge. Yeah. It's the key. It's the key. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely, I'm definitely just trying to get, um, cause I'm just not, I'm not, not that I'm, I'm the, I'm a social guy. I'm not a social media guy. Like I just think it's so, I, I don't, it just takes away from a lot, a lot having to do with our generation in regards to like communication and just like energy and stuff like you just mentioned like knowing who you are like because i and I, I don't know who i am yet i'm still finding out it's a, i'm really in the midst of a perfecting process hey can but i tell God, you a secret we all are if yeah, and, anybody and, tells you that they have arrived you they are lying you don't have to I say lying, but just say mm-hmm that's i know uh-huh. who you are but we're all God is all, as soon as we get to one point, we might think, Whoa, finally, honey, God will do that. Life thing. About the, yep. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. why. And it's just like, that's why I just like, I just can't stand social. And as much as I know that I need, I, it will benefit me to use it. So I'm doing it now. I've been so detached from it because it's just like, I felt it was a time when I was just using it as a consumer and it was just regular. And then I started using it and I felt the difference in what, I was consuming and I, I was, I just didn't like it at all. I'm just like, yo, I'm, I wake up and I grab my phone and get on Instagram for no reason. Why am I on Instagram? Mm -hmm. And then, 
okay, that might not be an issue. If I'm actually looking at something worth looking at on Instagram, I'm getting on Instagram and it's just a bunch of nonsense or it's just so negative. So, you know, I, I've done a lot of just cleaning out my Instagram and getting rid of stuff I don't want to see or don't need to see. And, you know, it's it's cool for me now. It still can get, it's still a distraction, but I've been so far detached from it because I'm just like, man, everything on here is fake. Y'all all think y'all are on the way to finding this, like, like you say, reaching this finish line. And I just know like there's, there is no finish line. The finish line is the, the finish line. Yeah. We all know. <laughs> we all got, we all know the finish line, but you yes. know, it's like. And you better have run that race well. If you, you better run it at, well. your, at a good pace and you better yeah. keep it breathing in because it's like, you know, everybody's trying to reach the finish line, but nobody's falling in love with the process. Mm. And that's where I'm, you know, I just got detached. And I'm just like, man, I don't even want to, I don't even want to be on here. But now I'm, I'm now I'm pushing the process on to, well, helping people embrace the process. And, you know, that's actually my last song was called Purpose. And that's, and that's what it's about. And that, and I left a little message, my first time leaving a little message under my, my post. Cause I don't, I don't do all the talking on Instagram. I know. But yeah, I left a little message. You talked to yesterday. She's been trying to get us to do the same thing. And I'm, I, I know exactly what you are saying because I feel the same way. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like, look, they if they want to, they'll click on it and they'll they'll call me if they need. But it's like I I I've discovered that that actually opens up the um algorithm, so that so to speak, it it allows more people to just come tap in when you have a message attached to it. Because um, I saw mm-hmm. my friend doing it. And he's and that's somebody I, I really I love is when he speaks because I just can always soak up game. But um yeah, I did something like that and just kind of let people know, you know, like this song is that reminder when life gets tough, you only play yourself when you don't tap into your purpose. You know, go song in the bio, go click the song. But you know, wow. but that was something that I really felt and you know, it's a song I I don't just listen to because it's my song. It's the song that I listen to to actually remind myself, like, yo. I know, I know what's going on sucks, but like you're only gonna play yourself if you don't tap into your purpose. God got something for you, whether that goes through or not. So go get what hey, God got for you, or you gotta send that to me. Send it to me. So I got I you. Me. I got you. I got you. Send it to me. Hey, Amen. Wow. Well, this is good. We I could actually do like five different segments uh, on okay. you. I've been trying to make my content shorter because they like the one that you made the last time. All of them were about an hour. Because there's so much to say, yeah. um, but I started doing shorter ones just to give people the option. They want to listen to this now, listen to this section later. But clearly, if you're having a challenge with your son, most of those women want to soak it up and they want to listen, listen, listen to everything that they can. Because absolutely, and know, just to, and just a tip that I that I was recently put on to, I'll get I'll record a whole. Three out three days. We I went on vacation. We recorded the entire vacation on a VHS camera. I came back. I have so much content because I didn't chop that thirty seconds up out of each little minute. Yeah. It, but with something like this, because I I don't know if you've ever heard of like nineteen keys uh-uh. or anybody like that. Well, how they have like the short videos. Like he'll have an hour long video that's on YouTube talking about so many different topics, but the 30 seconds worth of what he was talking about in regards to men's mental health is what he took. And that snippet is the one that he posted. And, you know, and people's like, oh my gosh, let me go tap into that. And it's the, yeah. the hour long 
Wow, that's good. That's, that's something, good. you know, I'm about to say, and that's something, definitely keep them short, though. That's what keeps keeps them rolling is what I'm mm-hmm. learning, right. or what I'm being taught, should I say. Yes. Well, Kristen, you are a blessing. We're going to get ready to wrap it up. It has okay. been a pleasure speaking with you. I'm going to send you that course so that you can yes. yourself and just kind of hear what you said and what you were like at your 22 year old self how old are you now i'm 25 25 when is your birthday february 5th <laughs> oh that's right because that's my son's birthday <laughs> wow. okay i'm not gonna forget it now yeah wow amen okay well can you close us out in prayer absolutely absolutely Oh, man. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, we just thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for each moment that we can fellowship um, and we can put you in the forefront of our lives as a reminder um, that things, you know, will get better. Things aren't as bad as they could be um, and that we are blessed and highly favored uh, in and through you, Father God. We just want to pray over all the mothers who uh, may be just facing difficult times in raising their child, whether they're single or, or have assistance. Um, you know, we just pray, we pray for them and over their situations that they seek you and seek the proper knowledge they need to specify how to properly um, adhere to their children um, so that they can continue to grow in fruition. Lord, we trust in you. We know that you have your hand over us all. And we just and we thank you, Lord. We, we just express full gratitude and accept the opportunities to bless the mind, bodies and souls of the less fortunate in the now moments to come. Father God, thank you and praise you, Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 I loved this episode. If that sounds like you, please consider helping someone else by rating, reviewing and following the show. This helps us support more mothers and sons and move them toward the peace of mind they desire. And if you want to be a part of the DLI community, send us an email at info at drlesleyinspires.com and be sure to include your name and email address so that we can add you to our email list for updates. For additional resources, you can visit our website at www.drlesleyinspires.com.